It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You need to know is being brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Here's something you need to know. Beto's in for Shidano. Yeah. And we were supposed to be out at Rams training camp tomorrow, but I know the Rams changed times of practice, so Travis and Slee are out there tomorrow, and we're we're back in studio tomorrow. Yeah, man. Can't wait to see you, Cappy. I miss All you, right. man. Yeah, me too, man. And you say you're going to this LAFC game tomorrow night, and I'm trying to go on a taco tour tomorrow night. Uh, you, you can still do that. You can go. All right. Well, well, we'll think about it. We'll talk about it. Here's Lindsay Baseball. She's got what we need to know. Hi, Base. Hi, Cap. So what you need to know is that more than 11,000 L.A. city workers are initiating a one-day walkout throughout the city tomorrow to protest contract negotiations between union officials and city leaders. The workers plan to picket for 24 hours tomorrow outside of City Hall, LAX, and other locations to protest, quote, a refusal to bargain in good faith. Um, so here's what's basically the the problem here, what, what's going to be closed or p- a possible issue. If you're flying mm-hmm. out of LAX tomorrow... Plan to arrive an hour earlier than normal due to possible picketing at the airport. Trash pickup is going to be delayed by one day throughout the entire city. And some municipal pools are likely to be closed tomorrow. So call ahead of time just to make sure that, you know, the pool that you want to go to is open. Hopefully it's not too hot. Can I just hear this one more time? Like, who are the folks? City workers. City workers. Mm -hmm. You're coming downtown tomorrow. Be be careful, Cappy. There's going to be a lot of stuff going on around here. Various various, uh, unions for the city workers. And there's a lot of... uh, a lot of the hotel workers that that clean, um, their their union is on strike right now. So a lot of hotels are getting, uh, they have uh, protesters outside, like they're on strike, and you see them. That happens here in LA Live or on downtown. Dude, um, I feel like the the hotel workers at one point had asked Taylor Swift. Oh, I know no. you love her. They they asked her not to to cancel her concerts. They said, Hey, why don't you cancel all your shows and support us because people are going to be coming into town for your concerts and we're not going to be working. They actually wanted her to cancel these shows at SoFi. Clearly she didn't do it. No, I don't know what to even say about that. Yeah, so the the trash one, but I mean they're only going to uh protest for It's just like a one day walk out. A one day walk out, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a one Which, day walk out. What does deal, that huh? really accomplish, I guess? I'm I'm, no, I'm being serious. Ever, think about it on a holiday when your trash doesn't get picked up get and it that. messes it up. I get that. Now imagine if, that for a week. Sure, I get that. Oof. But if they're like going out and saying they're only protesting for one day, like what does that accomplish? Is the goal just to like make people realize like, yeah, okay. you need us. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense, I guess. Yeah. I know, but I feel like more than a day It's would like be when George yeah. and uh, Kaplan are both off. You need them. <laughs> <laughs> like one day is fine, but you know, the whole week you're it's like, like hey, hey, short show. Come yeah. on. Okay, guys. Oh, the whole week. Oh, Dios mío. Too yeah. much Beto. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no. Beto. Necesita más Beto. No, no, no. Sí. No, 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 no. Sí. no. Uh, five days of me is way too much. No way, man. Oh, yeah. Not enough of you. I'll tell you that right <laughs> it's now. Not enough of you, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's what you need to know. It's brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. So, Beto, it's Monday. We've kind of just gotten started with, you know, things that have happened over the course of the weekend. We, we kind of got into the Dodgers total devastation of the Padres. I think we could actually come back to that. Um, we we can always come back to the Dodgers being the Padres. Yeah. Let's go. Um, I'm, I'm totally into it. I'll take phone calls on that. You will? Oh, yeah. Wow. All right. Dodger fans ripping your Padres. Line them up. 877. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) 
I'll t- you know, I always kind of think about your your philosophy on when when somebody says to you, well, you know, you're a Laker fan, and you always say what? What do you say to that when somebody says I'm a says Bethel fan. You? Yeah, well, you say I'm not a fan of any team. No. Right? I had a guy ask me this weekend, right? I'm, I'm up, up in Mammoth, I'm standing there jamming out to one of these blues bands, and this guy says to me, hey man, you know, I've been listening to you for a long time, blah, blah, and I'm, you know, of course I'm flattered, I'm, you know, now I'm talking to the gentleman, right? And and so um, he says, but I have to ask you something, man. He goes, are you a are you a, a Padres fan or not? And I just looked at him and I said, I could hear you in my head going, I'm not a fan of any team, I'm a fan of me. And I just had to say to this guy, I go, dude, listen, I'm just a very jaded sports fan. That's just all there is to it. Just a very jaded sports fan. See, I'm not a jaded fan. So my, my philosophy is this. It happened when I was, once you start seeing how the business side works, the same thing with you, Cap. <clears throat> and then you like realize, do I really want to support the billionaires? Like I love watching sports. I will watch any sporting event that is going on TV. It doesn't matter. This weekend, the Ocho, Lindsay and I were texting back and forth. I love seeing the best athletes in the world compete at the highest level. It is fantastic. It's amazing. And I will go to any sport. Like whenever I'm in a new city, I always look and see what game is going on. Can I go and check that out? Whether it's a minor league or big league, whatever it is, right? You've been watching the Cornhole Championships on ESPN recently? Nah. Nah, you're not into Cornhole? I was watching the Corgi races the other day. You were watching the what? The Corgi races. The, What's that? Those little dogs. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, those How about dogs. that uh, football frisbee they've been playing oh, a lot on frisbee? ESPN? Oh, yeah. man. Those dudes, man, those guys are out of control. You know, there's some five stars out there. Uh, but yeah, so I'm not a fan of a team because also I came up in this business covering Team. So I, for like 10 years, I was at every Laker game, Clipper game, USC, UCLA, Angel Dodger game. So I'm not a fan of the team. I'm a fan of doing the job. Like doing this job, covering teams on a daily basis for ESPN is amazing. It is fantastic. I'd rather tell you what's going on than cover up for somebody. It's like when I was an intern for Clippers, I thought I was going to work in like PR. This is when I was still in college. I was like, maybe I'll be a PR person, you know? I never thought about being on air or anything like that. And I realized, you're really just lying and covering up a lot of stuff, or you're finding numbers and you're spinning around to be positive. It's like not exactly what I want to do, you know. And that's so I love sports. I just don't root for a team. I well, love L.A. teams winning because there's nothing like the city of L.A. when there's a championship run being made and the city is alive, and that is fantastic. Man. You know, it just goes back to the what you were saying about you. Know, you call them my Padres, and and I I am such a jaded fan that the closer I have been to that organization over the course of 20 years, which it's been a few years since I have been close to them, but you just when you when you kind of are backstage and you mm-hmm. you see it, you either I don't know, like for me, I just became like, like bitter is not the right word. Just like, jaded. just don't, just don't like jaded is probably See, back but to that's the word. also because yeah. the ownership before which you had right now, they sucked. They've been well, pulling the wool over your eyes for a lot of years. And, and now and then, the new ownership here's, here's is trying thing. to do the same thing by just overspending. And it yeah. just, but it just least, made, but, me, okay, made but, me not like what they were doing. But at least they're spending. Yeah. Like Jack Murphy wasn't doing a damn thing. He was keeping it all, right? Jack Murphy was a newspaper writer. Whatever it was. Well, where, <laughs> well who owned the team? Uh, prior to this group, a guy named John Moores. Okay, you know, well, a, him. A him. billionaire from Houston. Well, who, who, didn't you guys get owned by the, the McDonald's people? Uh, Ray Crockett. Oh, Ray Crockett. That's the name yeah. I'm thinking of, not yeah. Jack Murphy. Wait, Jack Murphy was a stadium. Yeah. All right, well, so no, he wasn't a stadium. He was a guy. Okay, well, Jack Murphy's a stadium. That's, we all go down to the Murph, right? <laughs> this is how we look down at you in San Diego. And by the way, Cappy, I'm not saying you're a Padre fan. I just, <laughs> I, I just like saying... Your Padres. Yeah. Kind of like that. Like in, in uh, Mexicans, what we do is like, oh, that's your brother. No, that ain't my brother. That's your brother. Like, I don't want to claim him. You take him. Like, <laughs> that, like, that's your sister. Not my sister. No, that's how we are. Right. So anyways, um, like for fans to root for their team, go for it. Go support your team. Go buy everything. 
But once you've been behind, like we have, and we've seen a lot of stuff, we've been lied to a lot of stuff, it's like, man, okay. I'd rather tell you what's going on on the field. I'd rather tell, like, believe me, the list of what we could tell you that on is way too long. Come on, tell us, Beto. Tell us something. Well, I mean, how many athletes have we run into that are just jerks? And you're like, dude, you're like the 28th man on the roster, bro. (laughs) You'll be back in Albuquerque quick, guy. So relax. But that's why I was telling you earlier. That's why when I see a team that has all the hype and is considered the favorite to win, and, and they've got the, the uh, preseason uh, MVP, you know, number one guy, odds on favorite to win MVP, and you go out and you do a lot of talking about what you're going to do. Do it. But you've never done it before. You better back it up. Right. you got to back it up. And when a team, listen, I love when a team becomes an underdog and they, you know, uh, they, they outperform what, people's expectations were but by the same token if i see a team completely fall apart and underperform based on those expectations or based on the amount of money spent etc dude i like a good story of of i like a good positive comeback kind of story redemption sort of story but i also like a giant fail too man and the dodgers watching what the dodgers have done to the padres three out of four looking what they've done to them all season so far another regular season i i i find that entertaining cappy yeah. When you don't succeed as a team, and no matter what it is you're doing, uh, whether it's like USC saying we're going to win the championship or whatever it's going to be, and it's a failure, like you don't really go after the college players too much, but there's teams that come out there and they make these big proclamations and like, damn, they fall apart, right? After week two, especially in football or whatever it is. When you're a team that is from a smaller market and you're puffing your chest out, like, whoa, you better be careful. But if you're going to bark, you better get ready to have everybody come back after you. This is why when Dodger fans are like going after Padre fans, like, you know what? Some Padre fans were like, yo, 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 calm down. Like Joe Musgrove was like, yo, why are we showing Clayton Kershaw on the board right now? Why are we mm-hmm. mocking him? Don't mm-hmm. do that. Musgrove gets it. Musgrove gets it. But some of the other players need to like, whoa, calm down. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. That's what I was trying Slow to say. Your you role, man. You were Slow asking me your role. You were asking me earlier, like, well, don't you don't you like these guys that are cocky and they talk a lot. I'm like, no, I like guys who actually back it up. But that's the thing that when you're going to talk a lot, you better be the first one standing in that clubhouse after the game. Because if you're going to talk, you better not hide. If you're going to be the one puffing your chest out, you better wear it. Like no matter what you win, you talk, you lose, you talk. That's why I gave Kobe a lot of credit. There were some days where he missed a game winning shot and you were like, okay, he ain't talking. He was there every single time. There are some other players that he played with where they only spoke when they won and he hit a game winning shot. You know, it's just, you got to wear it if you're going to be puffing your chest out. Well, uh, I, again, I am enjoying very much watching this epic collapse. Um, and, and but just what, if wa- they, what if your Padres come back into the playoffs? And then I, I will love a story of redemption. And then you'll be sitting in front row. Yeah, hey, King. probably with my hey, hating shirt. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Cappy, you got to go Dodger Padre game. Um, I was going to go this past weekend, but of, of course, you know, I was up in, uh, was up in Mammoth, you know. Oh. But I'll sure. tell you what, they, the Padres and Dodgers play at Dodger Stadium a little bit later on in the season. We should go to the, Let's some go. of those games. All right. Let's go. Hey, I want to remind everybody one more time, this Friday at the 909 Sports Bar, by the way, greatest sports bar on the planet, inside Yamava Resort and Casino, me and Sedano, Lindsay Baseball, we've invited Beto, uh, Morales is going to be in the house, and we're looking for the Circle of Trust to come on out. We're doing a live broadcast from 4 to 7 p.m. on Friday, so get out there early. Um, we're hosting a professional competitive eater, currently ranked number five in the world, Matt Stoney. And by the way, Beto, I'm now getting like Matt Stoney uh, push notifications from his YouTube channel, now that I'm a subscriber. My man is going to attempt to set a new world record of trying to eat as many 
22-inch mega dogs as possible in 15 minutes. If you've been to the 909 with us, if you've been out to Yamava and you've seen these giant glizzies, like one of them, you couldn't eat a whole one yourself. No chance. How many is he going to eat in 15 minutes? We're going to find out. Come hang with us this afternoon or this Friday afternoon at Yamava Resort and Casino, and let's see what happens. All right, coming back. You guys are all out of work. You're all in your car. You're stuck in traffic. All right. Let's talk about this Anthony Davis extension. Did the Lakers make the right move by giving Anthony Davis the biggest annual contract that the NBA has ever seen? Let's get to that story next. This is Sedano and Cap. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Yes, Sedano and Cap on a Monday afternoon. Beto in for Sedano. What up, Cappy? Yo, yo, yo. Man, it's hot out, Jack. Oh, it was steaming this weekend. My right goodness. Now. Man. I bought nine, maybe ten bags of ice this weekend. Really? Well, soccer, right? <laughs> oh, so, yeah, of course. Oh, and I even tweeted out a picture of my three coolers that I took on Saturday to, yeah. uh, you know, I, I sent it to Travis because, you know, the cooler, we got to take it back. So I have the cooler for the girls, mm-hmm. I have the cooler for the parents, mm-hmm. then I have the secret stash cooler. Okay, and what's right? in the secret stash cooler? Oh, that, my, my tequila. Oh, okay, got Tequila it. Mandala, baby. See. So, yeah, that's it. So, in the parent cooler, that's where you put like the, uh, the, like the white claws and like, you know. Yeah. Seltzers. Yeah. The seltzers. The, the, the right. Hey, you got, yeah. you, oh, I got a drink here. You go, blah, blah, blah. The, the other one, but yeah. You got any Coors Lights in there? Oh, yeah, I have a couple Coors Lights. Oh, you got to keep, wait, when, the, when the Coors Light hits the mountains, when they're yeah, blue. When they're blue. Because you don't start off the day drinking the Coors Light. <laughs> but then you realize, okay, game's over. We have like a three hour break. Let me get one where no, I don't want to get, you know, you're not gonna have an IPA. Plus, it was like 98 degrees. You need something refreshing. Get the cord light, baby. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. So we had a good time. So we had 10 bags of ice. I bought this weekend because they would just melt. And where was the soccer tournament? You guys uh, were? We played by Mount Sac. I don't okay. want to, you know, Mike Bunch is alumni. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we were out there that way. We had good times. And uh, uh, you know, Troy Lake in the Circle of Trust. He's a uh, he's on our team also. His daughter was a fantastic goalie this weekend. Really? Yeah, yeah. She was blocking oh, all the PKs. Cool. Right. So, uh, yeah, so we had a good time, but yeah, he could attest that Bethel's cooler was all right. Yeah, all I love right. it, man. I'll tell you, man, I miss it so badly. And in fact, just today, I was watching some of these, uh, Little League World Series games in the different regionals. Yeah. I, Cause I just drove by the San Bernardino complex. Oh, yeah. It's right next to you know? the 15. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I drove by on the way up and on the way back. And I was like, man, I just miss those days so bad of coaching Little League and yeah. wanting your kid to do great. And I, I miss the, the weekends, no matter how hot it was. Oh, yeah. You know, out there playing soccer. How many games do girls play this weekend? Ah, uh, four. I got Ooh. home late last night, but th- Cappy, but that's the thing. 
when you have like you're a soccer parent or a baseball parent or a football parent, whatever it is, seven on seven, whatever it is that you're out there doing, when you get home late Sunday night and it, the sun is still kind of out and you look at the cooler, there's a couple brews left. You're like, should I have one more? You know what? I got to clean the truck anyways because I got to go to work tomorrow. And you're like, should I? But then if you have that one, you got to finish the other one. And then I, I looked at the, my water bottle where I have my tequila at and I was like, there's enough for one more Paloma, right? I can have make one more. I'm like, nah, man, let me just put the cooler away. I gotta, I gotta take a shower. Let me go to sleep, man. I gotta watch winning time. I gotta do some things, man. I but, haven't started winning time last, yeah, I, I was I, gonna I, start last night. I haven't started yet. I was gonna watch last night and then I realized that being in the sun all day yesterday got to me, drained me. Yeah. Like, I can't watch it right That's now. That's what happened to me yesterday. I was up at Mammoth. There, there was this beer and blues festival. I'm walking around. Who do I run into yesterday afternoon? Travis Rogers' son. Really? Travis Rogers' son is like 21 or 22 years old. Okay. And he, and he works for a uh, brewery oh, in nice. Dana Point. Yeah. And so I'm walking around, and who do I run into? I run into Travis Rogers' kid. Did you know him? I did not know him. Oh, he came up to you. Um, He had texted me, and I texted him, and he said, hey, I know you're going to be up here, and I, I want to you know, hang out. And I'm like, great. And I came over, tried his beer. Nice. And, but, but the thing was... Is that it's like the middle of the day, it's hot as hell. Yeah. Right? And and I'm sucking down beers and before I knew it, between the heat and the beer, I'm like, that's it, I'm done. I'm going to watch this Dodgers Padres game. Yeah. This was yesterday, late on the couch for three that, hours. That's exactly what I did. I got I watched the last couple of innings. Uh it it was cool. It was cool. But yeah, the Little League World Series, shout out to El Segundo. Uh they're in the in the Western Regional final. So El Segundo Little League will be playing Friday. Uh the game's on ESPN. If they win that game against Northern California, they go to Williamsport, man. So shout out to them. Hey, hey Cappy, um, were you a, a Little League coach? I was. Oh, yeah. How? From the, from the beginning until your, the end. You, you don't have time for that. No, no, but dude, you don't understand. At that time, I was only, you know, I was on the radio, um, you know, m- more often than not in the mornings. And then oh, I moved okay, to the afternoon. Okay. Oh, okay. But I moved to the afternoons. And then, um, and I, my son was like, you know, it was kind of like in his last year of Little League. And man, just yeah. like all these other parents and moms and dads all throughout Southern California, you know what I'm about to say. Yeah. When your kid plays Little League and they get to 12-ish, 12-13, and they're going to be an all-star, every parent is thinking the same thing. <laughs> Maybe we could be good enough to win the whole Little League World Series. Yeah. And then, you know, you kind of get reality, hit you in the face pretty quickly. And then you get smacked around a little right. bit. Yeah. Right. You're like, what happened to San Bernardino? Yeah. you get the so, so it's cool to see that. Like, I didn't play Little League or anything like that. My kid didn't either. But, like, a lot of pe- people go to, like, travel ball right away when they're six years old now. Uh, but you go out there, and it's cool to see because literally you have to be in that neighborhood to go yeah. and play. So it's cool to see. So good luck to Elsa Gundo this uh, Friday, man. Right on, man. Right yeah, on. So, so um, hey, so let me uh, just talk about so this past weekend. A lot of news came out, right? One of the big stories of the weekend was Anthony Davis' extension with the, the Lakers. It happened last week. Well, I'm saying like but you know, Friday. Travels was, late it, was it? Well, I, not that. I was just, I've been off for a couple of days. And yeah. then there was like the official announcement and there was the press releases and all that. You know what I mean? But, but yeah, I'm curious. Did you, did you guys get into this last week on Friday? No, I was working with Marcus Grant, who, by the way, so good. Uh, new teammate here at 710 ESPN from NFL Network. You're going to love working with him, man. He had a good vibe. Do you know him at all? I don't. Okay, so Marcus Grant, uh, Marcus, M-A-R-C-A-S. Mm-hmm. Um, really cool dude. Uh, never met him before, interacted with him over Twitter. We did like a fancy segment, uh, talked about some guys, but he really knows the sports. He knows what's up. USC alum, uh, broadcast degree, and he actually did a couple years of minor league baseball in Visalia and Stockton, so you know he's wow. legit. He's he, grind. He's, he's a grinder. He, a lot of grit. A lot yeah, of grit. Right. Uh, but yeah, so we had a good time. We, we talked about Anthony Davis and we were kind of both like, yeah, I mean, 
what are you going to do? Let's, well, like, that's just it. Like, what what you, were the Lakers going to do? Like you had no other option. Right? You, no option. Yeah. Because if Anthony Davis this past year, if he would have been hurt the whole year, had he not made a contribution late in the season, had he not carried the Lakers the way he did when LeBron was hurt, uh, had all of those things not happened because Anthony Davis was continually hurt, um, it probably would have been a very easy decision for the yeah. Lakers. Like, we're not giving him a new contract. The guy can never stay healthy. Exactly. But, but you're, 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 mind you, now people are like, the money's crazy. Yeah, but the money's crazy for everybody. Like, that's just what the market is right now. Well, wait a second. Uh, a week ago or so, there was this story about Jalen Brown with the Celtics. And crazy. People were, and, and people were like, who's Jalen Brown? And I know I'm exaggerating when I say that. What no, I mean by right. that is. He's not the household like you would think like that. He, he's a star in basketball, but no one outside of basketball, if you put him on a TV commercial, would go, oh, Jalen Brown. You see Damian Lillard on a on a Gatorade commercial, you're like, okay, Dame Lillard. All right, great player, bad team. Yeah, Dame Lillard right there. But but Jalen Brown, people are like, who's that? And, and so when Anthony Davis got this new contract, which averages out, Lindsay Baseball, I think the number comes to like what, like $62 million a year? Yep, uh, okay. $62 million, yep. All right, so, so Beto, the Lakers had no choice. He played so well. Yeah. And yes, there were times during the playoffs he didn't score and he faded, and I yes. criticized as much as anybody on the radio the next mm-hmm. day. Yeah, absolutely. But, but again, who will replace him if you don't sign him? Well, Are you going to go find another Anthony David out there? I mean, at some point, the answer is you're going to have to try to. But in the short term... But who? You, well, I, I don't know yet. Exactly. Well, but don't you think that the basketball people who have these boards on their offices with magnets and they move guys in and out and they've got international seven foot three guy yeah. from somewhere in Europe who's coming to UCLA and he's going to be the guy in two years. I'm just saying this based on the way he played for most of this season. Yep. Granted, he's going to be hurt at times. Anthony Davis made it hard on the Lakers. And by the way, not only did they have to sign him because they have to prepare for life after LeBron, yep. but moreover, they had to sign him because if, let's say two years from now, they decide they want to trade him, and let's just say he can play 50 games a year for you, at $62 million two years from now, when when guys like Giannis and Joker are probably making $75 million? Seriously, it's what not going to look that bad. What a deal. Right. $62 million. Bargain, baby. <laughs> Bargain, $62 million. The fact that we're talking like this is like, 62 What a deal. What a bargain. Right, sixty-two Let's go. million, sixty-two million dollars, and he's thirty, right? Three, and that's a three-year deal. You're not giving a big-time contract. I'm okay with that, but we we just glossed over it on Friday. It was like, you know, like yeah, you're gonna sign him. It's like not this big of a debate. Like if again, if he stays healthy, which is a big problem, or if, even if he if he gives you sixty-five games, that's a heck of a team, man. That's a heck of a team. If you have Anthony Davis like that. If you get 65 games out of him this season, let's go. I mean, you should be at the very least like right back to where you were last year. And I know if George were here, you know, he'd get into some deep deep analysis yeah, I mean, about I, the Western I, you Conference. Know what? I will save it for you for on Friday. You and yeah. George can really break no, down AD No, I'm not contract. breaking anything down. Go I'm ahead, not breaking. Go, go ahead, I mean, Jack. No, he had, had that conversation. He, he, he had Tim Bontemps in the studio 4 weeks ago and the two of them were trying to figure out who's going to be in the playoffs in the Western Conference next season. I'm like, "Fellas, come on." All I'm saying is is that the news of Anthony Davis over the weekend, the official signing, the press release, the numbers, et cetera, et cetera. Good. I mean, if you would have asked me like six weeks ago, what do they do with Anthony Davis? Do they sign him or do they not resign? I'd be like, no, you can't resign this guy yet. You can't give him that kind of money yet until you really know two things. One, can he stay healthy? And we all know the answer is no. Yep. And two, can he be the leader 
when LeBron is not on this team any longer, and I don't have the answer to that today. Don't know yet. Yeah. Jury's out. I love that, that Cappy's breaking down the Lakers in August, baby. I know, it's crazy. I love that. Who are I you? I know. You Who go on I? vacation, you stay an extra day, you come back with a vengeance, you came back with hardcore sports talk? Hardcore. Hard. You came down, breaking it down. Really What's hard. the CBA right now? What's the uh, bird rights to oh, dude, let me, Davis? Dude, right I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and teach you the bird rights in 30 seconds, no, but I don't think know. you'll be able to get it, man. Oh, I don't man. Think, you know what? I just don't think you'll be able to get Talk it. Talk to so. me like a not fourth even grader do it. right now. Yeah, I'm not even going to do it. I don't know who this I don't is. Even, I'm not even going to try. Cappy Windhorse is showing up strong, Damn right. bro. That's right. Cappy, Cappy Bontemps. Cappy Bontemps. That's right. Cappy Sedano. Uh, that's the only NBA guys I know. I don't, I'm out. That's all I got. That's all I got. Uh, Happy Breen. No, uh, oh, no, no. Mike Breen is different level. Oh, man. he's different level. We got to get one of those hardcore, um, you know, one of those capologists. Capiologists. Oh, yeah. We need a capiologist. Yeah. Man. What's that guy's name, Lindsay, Bobby we Marks. have on? What's Bobby his name? Marks. Bobby Marks. Cappy Marks. Yeah. Let's go. I like Cappy Bobby Marks. Marks. Hey, what happened to you? What happened to you in Mammoth? I don't Last know. Last year, you went to that Blues Festival and yeah. you were attacked by women all the players. That's right. This year, you come back. Talking hardcore, basketball. Hardcore sports. Anthony Davis, top of mind. Top of mind. Hey, tells, I, you it wasn't, tells you it wasn't as successful a trip this year as it was last year, huh? I mean, it's like when, <laughs> like when Constanza went abstinence and all of a sudden he got really smart. Like yeah. he just... <laughs> right. That's, that's apparently what happened to me this week. Oh, my goodness. Look at this. How's God, Gabe man. Vincent's contract really work into the... <laughs> oh, dude. You got a, Gabe Vincent's uh, bird rights. Very interesting story. I'll, I'll get to it coming up. <laughs> In just a little bit. I will. I'll break it down for you. I will. I promise you. I'll break it down. All right. Uh, stick go. around because let me tell you something. Radio NBA Tinder. talk? No, Radio Tinder. <laughs> radio Tinder. And then, you know what else? Mr. Boxing, you know what we're going to do? I want to talk about some fights from this past weekend. Yeah, let's do Fights it. on the baseball field. Fights in the boxing ring between boxers and MMA guys. Yeah. Get yeah. to all of that coming up. Sedano and Cap with Beto in. Radio Tinder is next. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks, Christopher. Uh, Lucille Ball is also a native of Jamestown, New York, which is where Tim Bontemps is from. Tim Bontemps. <laughs> yeah. I'll wait for a Cleveland reference right nope. there. Break down no some, uh, let's break down some... Lucy and Ricky. Lucy. Heck See, yeah. Beto, I think Tim Bontemps, you would like to break down next year's Western Conference playoff teams in the NBA with Tim Bontemps. You should do that. I like, sat here and watched. I watched Sedano and Tim Bontemps do it, and it was fascinating. 
I'm not going to say anything about a fellow ESPN employee. Uh, the I like Tim Bontemps. I like Bontemps. I like that he... I like him in... He takes on like that villain role because he like kind of trolls the Lakers fans. I like that too. He's yeah, a he's a heel. heel. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, that Bontemps part of it I like. He's really smart. He's really, yes, really he smart. And Laker fans are going to hate everything that's anti-Laker anyway. So We should matter. talk to him about the NBA playoffs in like May of 24, no, I think. Uh, you know what? That'd be great because that means the Lakers are in the playoffs in May. Mm, yeah. Yeah. All right, Lindsay Baseball, what's up, girl? I just saw you yawn on YouTube. It's okay. Yeah, I'm a little tired today. I was, I was at Disney World late on Saturday. Oh, really? yeah! You were intern Graham? Yeah, we took intern Graham, which he was one of Beto's interns before he interned here. Shout out to intern Graham. He is like, he's got such a great attitude. He's got such a good vibe. I was yeah. telling Chris, I was like, because, you know, he's working hard at this event we were at at Angelo's. And I, you know, we we're right by there, literally down the street. I was like, Graham, you want to come with us to Disneyland? He's like, sure, if that's the vibe, yeah, let's go. He looks that's like the vibe. He, yeah, he looks like he's 12. Yep. Case, uh, yes. He actually go to the ESPN LA Instagram. He actually did a video on there. So Graham is cool. He just recently graduated from the University of Oregon. Uh, good kid. Um, yeah. And, uh, Cappy, I suggest you be super nice to Graham because he's one of the kids that will eventually become a vice president. Yeah, he'll be our boss. He'll be our boss. I'll be out of this by then. The way he's going, give him five years. Oh, really? I'll be out. I'll be be long gone. I'll be gone. Nah, Cappy, you're like 48. You're taking the Mexican HGH, bro. You're good. (laughs) (laughs) Tijuana, La Revolucion's got you right. And Lindsay, did the intern kiss up to you enough to uh, actually make you, like, you know, notice him and give him a Well, actually, to be honest, Cap, he's. So the first day that they all came in, and some of them were being like shuffled around in their in their group mm-hmm. and some of them peeked their head in my door and they were just like oh hey like we're you know i think it was laura somebody like introduced them mm-hmm. and i said hey if you guys ever want to like come in early or stay late shadow me on the show let me know the only person that took me up on that was graham and you know what wow. he did it the next day he goes hey Lindsay, i'm not working tomorrow i'm not on the schedule but i'd love to come out and sit in on sit on on cap just to kind of like see what you guys do and yeah. maybe ask a question or two and i was like yeah of course wow, way to go, when, you work, when you work for bethel vision enterprises you learn these things right there yeah did you guys Shout buy out. a churro oh yeah we did we yeah. i bought him a drink he had a uh, jedi mind trick he, at the he, cantina he's old enough for a drink yeah he's yeah, 21 he's, yeah, he, <laughs> he just graduated from morgan <laughs> they carded hey, b- him by the way i did not hire him here at the station all i did was post on my instagram that the openings were here he applied before i even told him there was an opening so i'm not Dude's I'm a not go-getter go- yeah absolutely good one he's that. a good one yeah but by the way hey, he's a real one is what he is yeah, he's yeah. a real one went to long beach poly hey guarantee you cappy he's got black air force ones Oh yeah, dude. yeah. He Ooh. went to Lobby Poly. Yeah, he legit. Yeah. All right. Cap, did you um ever go to the Cantina, the Star Wars Cantina at Disneyland? I don't think so. Well, you well, would well, know well, if Cantina. You did. Yeah, I don't think yeah. so. Yeah, from Star Wars, like you know, you Jabba the Hutt. No, is no, no, no. Where? Where? It's in uh, what California Adventure, right? No, no, it's in Disneyland. It's okay. back in the Star Wars land. Okay. Oh, in Star Wars land, and it's all themed like the Star Wars drinks. Mm-hmm. It's really, Wait, really. You cool. can buy booze at Star Wars land. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's wow. the. Only, I think it's the only place in all of Disneyland. Beto, don't you understand that no. between Lindsay Baseball and the Queen, these two know Disneyland better than Walt Disney. Well, they're Disney. Impl- they're cast <laughs> members, and they have a pass. They should. Right. Also, we went to the new um, Minnie and Mickey's Runaway Rail Railroad Ride. Mm-hmm. That's hard to say. Is it, uh, fire? it was cool. I mean, I went to it down in Florida, but they redid it here, and the one up here is like a little bit more oomph to it. It's a cool yeah, ride. Oomph. It's a really cool ride. Okay, beautiful. So, yeah. Anyway, back to Radio Tinder. Yeah. Uh, earlier today, a report from Awful Announcing revealed that Orioles play-by-play broadcaster Kevin Brown was apparently suspended for what I would say is simply doing his job. Apparently, the team was unhappy about him pointing out the team's past futility against their opponent. Here's a clip of what he said. 
This has been maybe the toughest ballpark to play in, but the Orioles have a chance to do something special today. They've already clinched at least a split in the series, winning two of the first three, and they could pick up a series win by Tyler Wells today. It's been a minute. The Orioles split a two-gamer with the Rays in June. They had lost their last 15 series here at Tropicana Field. You have to go back to when our now colleague Brad Brock picked up the win in the series finale June 25th, 2017, the last time the Orioles won a series here at St. Pete. Already got three and two of the chop this year after winning three of 18. The previous three years combined. It is a stark difference, Ben, and it is not a bad Rays team. It's not like all of a sudden the no. Rays uh, became slouches in the American League East. They've led this division every day, but now two, and the Orioles once again are back alone in first place. Yep, so, that's all he yeah. said, and he was suspended because I guess the report from the Athletics said that the um, Orioles ownership thought that it made them look cheap was the word that they used. So is this the dumbest suspension ever for a team broadcaster? Swipe left or swipe right, Kepi? Um, I'll swipe right, meaning that I don't know that it's the dumbest suspension ever, um, but it's pretty benign. I mean, I yeah. thought that listening to it, it was like, hey, fans, um, we're here against what has been one of the better teams in our division, and they've been good for a long time. And we have not been very good for a long time. But all these years later, look at how successful we are and look at how we're competing with these guys. And that's that's an exciting thing for our franchise. I thought I don't know the guy's name, but I thought he sounded Kevin like Brown. Yeah, I thought he sounded like somebody who was really smart, understood the history, and was presenting to me that the the Orioles have actually arrived. I I'm shocked to hear that he was suspended for that. And it's indefinitely too. Uh, so Kevin wow. Brown is his name. A young broadcaster. I think it's his second year with the team from Syracuse. Came along the road uh, through the minor leagues with Syracuse Chiefs, all that other stuff. He's an excellent broadcaster. Uh, he's not the former pitcher for the Dodgers who just took a bunch of money. So Kevin Brown, if you you heard the background, there was music there. This was the TV opening uh, segment, mm-hmm. which means that they had graphics. He was reading the graphics, Cappy. Mm-hmm. And by reading the graphics, that means there was a director, a producer, a graphics director who all put that together. He wasn't mm-hmm. the only one. This is something that came from other people who say, hey, this is a good idea. Here's a nugget. And I guarantee you that nugget was probably in the game notes that it the was. team put out. That's mm-hmm. what The Athletic pointed out, too. It was in the media notes for that day. So all he did was read. But Peter Angelos, the owner of the Orioles, and they can never get out of their own way. And this takes away from the fact that the Orioles are the best team in the AL right now, 70 and 42. Kevin Brown is wronged bad, and everybody in baseball is coming out supporting him. Because yeah. I guess he's like one of the nicest guys. Well, now, this has happened to me where I've been taken off a broadcast uh-huh. because I didn't want to go along with the, let's just say, the narrative of what they were trying to push. Mm-hmm. So I, they didn't tell me, hey, we're taking you off. But because I didn't want to say certain things, I'm like, no, this guy sucks. Like, I'm not going to say he's good. Yo, I was just because I'm freelance. So I'm a daily hire. So I wasn't asked back. And I understood why. But this dude did nothing wrong. No, he read the numbers. But Beto, I've told you that my story of being fired by CBS because because the Chargers ownership, um, they they said, hey, look, um, we don't like the things that he says about our ownership and moving from San Diego to L.A. We we don't want him on the sidelines. We don't want him in our building. We won't help him with with reports during the game. Totally understand that. And and CBS called me and they go, hey, dude, um, 
we have a, a team that won't let you into their building. Mm-hmm. Like we don't, we don't need that kind of problem. We don't yep. need that. And I literally, but, but here's, but look. I understand I was, because the owners are going to do that and they're going to hold the grudge against you. You're going right, to hold the grudge but, against them. But to have a guy internally, imagine if John Ireland started a broadcast for the Lakers and he said, Hey, the last time the Lakers beat the Clippers was, you know, X number of games ago and the Clippers over the last however many games have owned the, the Lakers and here's the stats. They've won 30 of the last 35. He probably could you imagine, has done that. Yeah. Could, right, mean, could you imagine? Imagine the Lakers suspending him for just telling you the facts. Here's the thing about being a broadcaster uh, in the business. you got to go and paint the rosy picture for certain teams. In L.A., Chick Hearn would rip the Lakers. Vince Scully would blast the Dodgers in his beautiful professional way, but you would hear that. So we're not... That's like when you go to different markets and you hear Homer announcers, you're like, what is this? Because in L.A., you didn't get Homer announcers. You didn't have that. Like, when I first heard Hawk Harrelson from the White Sox, I'm like, what is this guy? Like, my goodness, because in L.A., we don't have Homer announcers. Let me tell you something. That young young man from the Orioles, if he's that young and he's already that accomplished, that he could be a Major League Baseball announcer, um, and all of Major League Baseball sees that, hears that, I guarantee you, while it seems like the worst thing that's happening in his life, how dare they suspend me? I'm their guy. Um, I guarantee yeah. you that turns into much bigger and better things for that kid. And he's really good, too. So, real quick, I just noticed um, Awful Announcing tweeted out this clip from the Mets game that's going on right now where uh, Gary Cohen... Oh, he rips that team. Yeah, he, he <laughs> said, let me just say one thing to the Baltimore Orioles management. You draped yourself in humiliation when you fired John Miller, and you're doing it again. And if you don't want Kevin Brown, there are 29 other teams who do. Probably so. Yeah. All right. People well, that's, are that's really a good sticking, story. sticking up for him. So good yeah, it's a good story. Well, because it was so, right. it was so benign. Right. It's ridiculous. And it's Beto, a, your whole wait, point what about, What's about it. Well, it just means it was, you know, usually I have to ask for definitions, yeah, but yeah. it just kind of means it was harmless. Hey, but oh. your, your point is right on. There's a producer. There's a director. There's mm-hmm. somebody who wrote the stats. There's somebody who put up the graphics. Everybody was in on it. Yep. And there was nothing wrong with it. All right, Lindsay Baseball, what else you got? All right, let me get one more in here really quick. An unexpected offer has presented itself to Mark Jackson. Adult webcam site, Cam Soda, has extended a jaw... uh, uh, Cam Soda. Cam Soda. Uh Uh-huh. They Mm -hmm. have extended a jaw-dropping $1 million offer to Jackson to provide play-by-play analysis during their live cam shows. In a quirky twist, the company even suggested that Jackson can use his famous catchphrase, grown man move, during... Sensational moments when couples, you know, perform their acts, I guess you want to call them. Would you ever take this offer, Cappy? Swipe left or swipe right? Well, I didn't know what Cam Soda was. It's an adult film website. Right. I'm, now I'm looking at it. Oh, I should have told you. I mean, you're at home, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, would I do play-by-play for Cam Soda? For a million dollars, yeah. For a million dollars, yeah, I'd probably do it, yeah. You'd do it for one. Yeah. Not one dollar, <laughs> but maybe you do it for free for a subscription. subscription. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Beto. Cam Soda no. comes to you and they want you. They're going to pay you a million dollars to do play-by-play no. of uh, no. adult action. No, and you can use your catchphrase. <laughs> no. Do you have a catchphrase, Beto? No. No. I just do the job. Okay. Uh, no. Oh damn. Oh hell nah. What? Right, oh, hell have, yeah. He doesn't have a catchphrase. What? Not everyone does. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm looking at uh, Cam oh, Soda oh, right oh, now. That, so oh, you give Cam me the play, play? <laughs> yeah. He really went there. Yeah, I'm here. He really went there. Oh, there's some stuff. This is my new site. Uh, <laughs> oh, damn. Cappy, relax. I didn't know about this site. It's a it's it's more organized than the other sites I use. <laughs> Beto's face right now. 
Come on, Beto. Bookmark it. Camsoda.com. No. You out, huh? It's not my thing. All right. Come on, Lindsay. Give us one more. <laughs> okay. Um. So we're going to combine uh, the last two stories, I guess, in a way, and take the, the play-by-play call or potential play-by-play call of Mark Jackson and an adult website, Cam Soda, and uh, the Baltimore Orioles announcer and say, did you guys see? I know everybody saw the fight, the uh, fight between Cleveland Alert, oh, Guardians, yeah. Jose Ramirez, and Tim Anderson. Woo! But I want to play. You're talking about Homer Calls. We can get into this more. Yeah, if you guys we'll, want to. We'll, we'll bring it over into the into the next segment because yes, I wanted but, to talk about fights this week. Oh well, yeah, let's talk about that. Then. Well, I want to play really quick the Tom Hamilton call. He's, well, wait a second. This is the one where where he's calling the fight on yes. the field. He's, well, wait. he's calling the play. Let me save it. I'll yeah, save it. Save it. Yeah, save, save it. it. Save it. I want to get into it because okay. whoever has not heard it, this is like um, a an attempt to recreate. One of Howard Cosell's all-time greatest calls. Stick around. That's Radio Tinder. It's presented by Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Beto's in for Shidano. And let's talk about all the big brawls that took place this weekend next here on 710 ESPN. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, it's not just Monday afternoon. It's a Hollywood Park Casino Fantasy Monday on 710. Keep listening because we're going to do it again. Your cue to call. When you hear that cue, you be caller number 7 at 877-710-ESPN. And you win a draft party for you and seven of your pals on Friday, August 18th at Hollywood Park Casino. And you're going to be there with the entire 710 crew. If you haven't been to this event the last few years, it just keeps growing and growing. And the food at Hollywood Park Casino is fantastic. Keep listening all day today. And thanks to Hollywood Park Casino. Eat, drink, and draft. All right, Beto. Um, mm-hmm. Lindsay was about to play for us uh, before we hit the break. The play-by-play call of a big baseball fight that happened this past weekend between mm-hmm. Cleveland and the Chicago White Sox. Yes, sir. So, can did I you just see first? It? I did. Like, and I've watched it from every angle that I can so watch it. Because I'm, sh- I still can't figure out how Anderson gets like so knocked out. It, it, the punch lands. I'm not Cause saying he's a it punk, doesn't. That's why. Because he's a punk. Is that what you said? Okay, calm sure down. Is. Let's go. Because he's a little punk. Let, let Cappy get the story out. <laughs> all I'm saying is, Beto, Beto, All I'm saying is this. Like the punch didn't land with like the the knuckles to the jaw. It kind of landed with like I don't know, like where you where you fist up your fingers. I, I don't even know what you call. I, this. I forgot that in the promo, you're a boxing purist, right? No, you're, not I, combat I, sports. You're a purist, right? right. I but the, the 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 punch doesn't seem to land like with the knuckles. It seems to land uh, with the inside. Of, I'm just saying, I've watched it over and over again. Yeah, like, yeah. how did he get punched and knocked out on his feet like that? So, Lynn, you have the clock. <laughs> I just I keep watching it over and over again. He made contact. Yeah, I think Tim Anderson. I think, I think he's soft. He is. That's Whoa. what everyone's saying now. He's soft. I think he's the way he, the way he dropped his glove and raised his hands like, let's go. Let's do this thing. That was so and then, funny. And, and, and then he got. And Ramirez like popped him when he was like falling backwards and being grabbed. I, I think Tim Don't Anderson's mess with soft. all day, man. Don't mess with him. Yeah. So uh, where do we start with this, Cap? Well, let's start with the play-by-play. Right, let's let's get get so it's, it's Tom Hamilton, who is the home radio announcer. Which so good. 
he's not I mean this call is hilarious so good I'm not a fan of him because he's way too much of a homer and like every fly ball you want to keep your job you want to keep your job you become a homer I'm just saying every fly ball is like ah like he goes insane for it but I did in the group chat with like my dad and my uncle and my my cousins I was like okay I know we don't really like Tom Hamilton all that much but this call is hilarious so here's what what it sounds like here it comes a swing and a smash to first by the diving Vaughn down the right field line kicks into the corner Ramirez on his way to second head first slide safe and in to score is Jimenez and another hustle double Right over the bag at first. Now Hosey and Anderson square off. They're fighting. They're swinging. Down goes Anderson. Down goes Anderson. Mm-hmm. So good. Because if you're a baseball broadcaster, you've been waiting for that right there. If you're a play-by-play man and you're, or woman, you're waiting for a moment where you can have that right there. Especially in baseball, because usually the baseball fights are, okay, no, you throw first. You go first. You go first. No, you go first. Okay, then then the bullpen comes out and they walk together and then like, okay, a bunch of pushing and then move away. No, nah, this yeah, was like real deal. That was a real punch. And uh, and there was a guy who was out on his feet. Yeah. But the, the down goes Anderson, down goes Anderson. Yeah. I should have pulled it earlier. I don't know why I didn't think of this. I got you. I We've got all you. heard it. I got you. Everybody knows where this comes from, though, right? Here, I'll play it. I mean, does everybody? Older people do. Okay, so if you're younger then and you don't know... Like, did he just come up with that? Down goes Anderson. Down goes Anderson. Great call. If you're over 35, you know where it comes from. Okay. So one of the all-time legends in sports broadcasting, Howard Cosell. And let's take a listen. Angie Dundee, Ali's trainer right next to me, is saying it. You may hear him. Down goes Frazier. Down goes Frazier. Down goes Frazier. The heavyweight champion is taking the mandatory eight count. And Foreman is as poised as can be in a neutral corner. Down goes Anderson. Solid. Down goes Anderson. Solid. Take that. That's old school right yeah, there. Yeah, that is. Down goes Frazier. That's yeah. good. That, so he was channeling his inner Howard Cosell. Now, Cappy, have you done the breakdown of why this happened? Uh, why the actual fight went, yeah. went down? No, I did not break that down. Okay, that so I was reading some of the Spanish papers. So okay, Ramirez was talking. So Anderson has been known as a guy that slaps you when he tags, like the hard tags. Mm-hmm. And guys have told them, like, hey, man, you don't have to tag me that hard. Like the play wasn't even close. And he stands over guys yeah. after he does. With, mm-hmm. Like, like what? Which, what he did. So, which he did in this. So Ramirez has said he's told them in the past. I guess earlier this year he did that to like a rookie player or a young guy. And a young guy's not going to say something. So they kind of just like, hey, man, that's enough. You know, I'm kind of like something's going to happen to you one day. So he slid it in and... There it is. And Ramirez said something. Anderson said something. And in the, according to the Spanish paper that I read, that uh, Anderson said, I want to fight. So Ramirez like, well, if you're going to say you're going to fight, we're going to fight. Now, with Anderson, the best is because I work in boxing. I follow so many boxing writers or mm-hmm. uh, for trainers. The breakdown from the boxing community <laughs> yeah. of Anderson's stance. <laughs> now, the question was, so he's right-handed. Uh-huh. So what did he do? He went into the southpaw stance. Okay. Okay. You do that when you've trained, like Oscar DeLoya. You know, he naturally right-handed, right. fought southpaw, right? right? Oh, I know, he was southpaw, but he switched right-handed, right? Right, so right. You want, it, It's okay. I saw the doc. I it, saw yeah, it. it happens, right? Where you put your strong hand, lead hand out, and you want to be power. But Anderson did the typical, like, uh, you're at a bar, and like, oh, you bump into me? You want some? You want some? And then he's doing the hands up and down motion, Yeah. right? Like, okay, if you, if you look at Ramirez, he immediately went to the fan, ha- fist, 
by the temples. You want to? I'm going to get this video. I got to break this down while, oh, yeah. you're, while you're doing it. For because me. when you know what you're doing, mm-hmm. and I taught my kids this to protect themselves, you put that left hand up by the temple because you always want to protect it. You throw the jab, and it's on the string, and comes right back. So that's what Ramirez was doing. Anderson did the. Oh, you want some? A uh, hands up and down. What by having hands up and down? Anderson threw his punch. He never brought his hand back. That's why he got caught. Had his hands low. You hear boxers uh, analysts always say, "Hey, you got to keep the hand back up. You got to keep the hands up." Oh. And he kept his hands low. That's why he got caught. So he threw the punch, and he got countered. That yeah. right hand cracked to the jaw. So he may not have hit him that hard, but he hit him hard enough to drop it. And mind you, he was a little bit off balance, but he got him. A 10-8 round, Anderson got him, and then he was still wobbly. He got yeah. hit hard. And when you've never been hit, I mean, you can say that you've been in fights, but you've never been hit that hard. Woo. Boy, I'm telling you, and anybody who's watching on YouTube, I found it on Twitter, which didn't take much, yeah. and I'm showing it up on the on the screen. I mean, dude, go, the th- boom, here's jab, the bring it back, boom, back. You see boxers shadow boxing against the mirror all the time because they're just practicing that, that jab, bring it back, jab, bring it back, turn the fist over, bring it back, turn the fist over, bring it back. So you can tell Ramirez is trained. Ramirez knows what he's doing. And the word is around baseball is Ramirez is a bad dude. And then Ramirez, I said, uh, I guess. It said he tried to reach out to Anderson and Anderson silenced. Like Ramirez, well, like, hey, hey oh, man, we're he, done with this. And then he went off on Twitter about it today. And what he also Anderson? deleted some tweets. Yes. Anderson, what did Anderson said? Well, he said it's not over with. Well, oh, oh, oh. And for all you, you got, people that you, are out there making fun of me, you know, it basically essentially like that. That's, okay, let me just say That's this why thing. he got six games because he started it and he kept on tweeting up See, a storm. I, I feel like I have this perception of him, Anderson. And by the way, he's not like a household name for me. He's not in my consciousness. I don't follow the White Sox, but for some reason, I have a, I have a perception of him that he thinks he He's like a, some super tough guy. And when yeah. he dropped his glove and he put his hands up and he started swinging, he, he wanted it right away. And I'm telling you, yes, the punch connected. Mm-hmm. But but when you get knocked out on your feet like that um, and you think you're a badass, people now think you're soft. No, but here, so he here, may come out and say he wants more. But I want to see more. Hey, when, you t- when you get dropped like that, you just take your L and be like, you know what? I, you got me. Yep. Right, let's move on. Uh, Cappy, did you hear Terry Francona's response to the whole thing? No. It's pretty funny here. Let's play that. Tito? What did you think of Jose's left hook? Right hook. Right hook. <laughs> you know, it's not, it, it's really, it's not funny, but when I came in, I'm listening to Hammy. It's hard not to chuckle. I mean, it's, but, you know, again, it's not funny, but. But boys will be boys. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. So now, so that was like the fight that people were talking about over the weekend. But I know for me, I didn't watch this on Saturday night, Beto. I don't know if you decided to or not. Did you watch Jake Paul? Oh, absolutely. And, okay, you did. I watch everything, man. Okay, I, I would have loved to have watched this fight. Here's, I sent you the link. I know, but dude, I was, I, I sent, was doing other things. I was with my girl. I sent you the link that you could Beto, use on your phone. he was on vacation with yeah. Rachel. He also yeah. did a radio show on Saturday, so it's okay. No, it wasn't a radio show. It oh, was like a 10-minute something. podcast. Okay, yeah. well, then you could have watched that fight. I sent you I the could link. Have, I sent you the link. It was, we was drinking. And Perfect. Then I was now doing things. That's how you watch boxing: drinking, not watching, not paying attention. That's... Rachel was not having it, Cap. No, I, I mean, don't. I'm just, but I'm... I'm just thinking about where I was I Saturday night at that time. Yeah, and could I have watched it? But anyway, listen, yes, because I, I sent you the link that's phone friendly. But I, I thought that Nate Diaz was like the one guy that was like badass enough in real life to to beat Jake Paul. Um, 
and I didn't see the fight, so you tell me. Did All right, so Nate can Nate actually trains in boxing. Okay, just hold on one quick second. Uh, Lindsay's telling me we got a break, so let I'll me buy do this. Okay. I want to hear. Now I want to hear about this. I want to hear about this big time. And Lindsay has for us the 2023 NFL broadcaster survey. We want to get into that, but Beto's analysis of this fight next on Sedano and Cap.